Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 146 of Blah Blah Podcast, the only show on the web where I constantly wonder where the hell is Despacito 2? Steve, I'm coming, right? breaking my heart it will end all the world wars the suicide rate will drop to negative 100 percent. so people will actually be coming back to life because of oh this my song. god that song will be jesus in music form it'll get a trillion hits on youtube yeah despacito too everybody this is blah blah podcast everybody episode 146 i am jason green and with me as always is sean smith jason you sound so much better this week yeah, I wonder what happened. It's almost like I never put Skype settings to my Blue Yeti microphone, or it's like they, it reset itself or something. Oh, Skype, you just keep updating. Also with us today is Magic Mike Dowling. Hello there. I should say thrift store man Mike Dowling. I, I am very thrifty. Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mr. Thrift Man. <laughs> also with us today is... <laughs> Also with us today is Stone Cold Steve Coltus. Jason sounded like he was turning into like Bobcat Goldthwait. I was like, what is happening here? Man, I remember that dude. He wrote, he made that Robin Williams movie, World's Greatest Dad. That was a good movie. <laughs> he did make that movie. Oh, yeah. And then at the end, Robin Williams jumps like naked into a school pool uh, to uh, one of the Queen songs. I don't remember what one. Yeah, his, <laughs> his, son, uh, his son David Carradine's himself, right? <laughs> yeah, it's the spy kid. Also, fun, also fun fact, uh, fun useless fact. Bobcat Goldthwait was Robin Williams' best man at all of his weddings. Oh wow! At all of his weddings. <laughs> yeah, all, all, all three, all three of them. <laughs> Bobcat Goldthwait, Bobcat Goldberg also um, does voices for in Bob's Burgers. Episode. He, he always sounds like this. I, I don't follow his comedic style, but it, apparently oh, that's that's oh, his uh, that's his shtick. Is that weird voice? Also with us today, rounding out this crew is Dan Katz. Hashtag justice for big Cass. <laughs> right. Get out of here. Hashtag bring back big ass. <laughs> bring back big ass. Oh my God, who's that? Or, or by ass, like because he was covering up the uh, the G last time. So oh, by yeah. ass. Oh God. Do you, do you think uh, he's gonna go to the impact zone now? Yeah. Look, yeah, it's lo- Big Cassidy. It's look, Big it's, Willie. Look, it's Large Colin. <laughs> look, it's Mike Dowling. What? <laughs> Above average. Above average. <laughs> well, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. This is Blah Blah Podcast, episode 146. Remember, you can subscribe to us on every podcast service ever. Check out our tournaments. Check out our YouTube page with our movie reviews. They're all a lot of fun. A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of fun. Just like this episode will be because Sean has a new idea. Every now and then, Sean gets an idea where he tells me, and I'm like, Sean, that fucking sucks. No, I'm kidding. All of his ideas are uh, great. Uh, so, including the one about us getting married. Right, Sean? Uh, never mind that. Uh, first, why don't we... Uh, <laughs> be- away. Before we get into uh, the idea, there's a couple of quick uh, things that we wanted to hit on. Uh, very first... Um, uh, we wanted to uh, send out our uh, wishes, rest in peace, uh, Vader, who passed away today. R.I.P. Van Vader. Uh, wrestler it'll always, Vader. It'll always be Vader time, even on Rusev Day. That's right. 
Um, the man had his eyeball pop out of his face. Yeah. Put it back yeah. in and finish the match. I saw the video of that. It was really Disgusting. like, yeah. I mean, I, I thought it was going to be dangling down his cheek, but uh, it was pretty grotesque nonetheless. Well, the only reason why he didn't was because his uh, eye socket swelled up so much that mm. uh, it held it in there. If that wouldn't have happened, it would have been just dangling there. Remind yeah. me how that happened again, though. He got punched in the face. <laughs> oh. Wasn't it, it Stan Hansen? Yes. Yeah, it was Stan, it was Stan yeah. Hansen. That, the... that guy's blind as a bat, so he doesn't have any idea when he's hitting you. He just fucking swings. <laughs> the, the, stiffest, the stiffest man ever. <laughs> I saw a video before on Facebook of Ken Shamrock and Vader having a match, and Shamrock is hitting him in the face a little too hard, and Vader's just like, you can see him go, say to Shamrock, like, let up a little bit. But Shamrock keeps wailing on him, and Vader fucking swings. He does a right hook and fucking hits Shamrock so hard, he knocks him down. So I was like, damn, Big Van Vader, RIP. I remember watching a uh, video of Ken Shamrock getting into an argument with his sister. And (laughs) then he, uh, in the most uh, non-inconspicuous way ever, he just yells, hit me. And she slaps him, and then he acts surprised. Is this the same sister that uh, off camera he was banging? Yes, Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Um, Probably. Biological sister. sister. They weren't real sisters. Storyline. Oh, it's like Paul when Paul Burchill wanted to bang his sister, right? (laughs) Guys, remember that? A little more overt. Katie Lee. A little more overt. Yeah. It was a little grosser than that. Hmm. I bet. Yeah. Isn't um Ken Shamrock? Well, he was a UFC fighter. Isn't he a bodyguard now or something like that? He's he's brain damaged now. Uh, he's he's yeah. a little fried. He's a little fried when he talks he, on interviews. He still occasionally fights here and there, but not for UFC. Usually he does Bellator, but he's like fifty some years old now, and he's in uh, not so great uh, uh, fighting shape. Damn. No, Maybe he'll make a surprise Rumble entrance next year. <laughs> that uh, man. No. That man did. That man did a lot of steroids. A lot. Like he was the post child. If he burped in a room, the three people around him would pop for something <laughs> <laughs> he was my go-to player uh in no mercy i love playing as him he was easy he's like steve blackman but, but then i just yeah steve blackman was my hey we two. can't talk about steve blackman <laughs> <laughs> anyway what the fuck we were talking about again oh yeah r.i.p r.i.p yeah poor vader sorry vader <laughs> hopefully he gets in the hall of fame now you remember he's... it wasn't it under two years ago that he had that thing say where his doctor said that he probably was only going to live two years. Yeah, like, he made it a year and nine months. Damn. I really wish he got inducted into the he Hall He still of was wrestling best. after his doctor gave him that diagnosis, too. That's well, he had a uh, open heart procedure earlier in the year. And yeah. what ended up happening... DDP yoga. Yeah, he tried that, too. And mm-hmm. what ended up happening was he got pneumonia from it. And he was battling it for months. And, months, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's only sixty-three. That's really not that old. No, yeah, but for someone he's his the, size, that's... he was like the, he was the like one of the most prolific super heavyweights of all time. Yeah, um, for a man that for a man that big and that strong to do what he did was amazing. Yeah, oh, definitely. Right, Moon salts. Oh, what the hell, man? <laughs> um, uh, another uh, quick uh, tidbit: uh, the Disney bid for Fox has gone through. They've upped their uh, their price. They're now paying $71.3 billion, <laughs> which includes oh, both cash and stock options. Wow. Um, it's higher than the previous Comcast bid, which was $65 billion of all cash. Um, and just to put it into perspective, the original Disney bid was $52.4 billion, 
which also included stocks. Um, Holy moly! So I've heard both uh, that that uh, it's it's just it's a bit on the table, and that that uh, Fox has taken taken up the 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 offer. I don't know if it's officially gone through yet, but now after the AOL Time Warner uh, merger, um, Disney's not even close to what they would consider with uh, AT and T what they were considered. Cause... Yeah, because they're a, they're a, a data provider, so yeah, it's it's kind of a different scenario where this this is just two studios. It's not like Disney's and uh, ISP or anything. Uh, so. I'm sure this will go through. I don't think it's going to have any effects on, um, you know, legality and everything. My question is, how soon until the Always Sunny crew joins the Avengers? Yo, Dayman. <laughs> fucking Dayman take it down Thanos. It's going to happen. Dayman. Dayman will bring everyone back. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Dayman. Oh. Thanos is the Nightman. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. No. He's got to pay the troll toll. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I mean, I don't know why people actually thought that uh, Comcast was going to get this in the end because I kind of got the feeling that even though they had a higher bid, like Fox was still working on the deal with Disney anyway because that deal wouldn't have been decided until July. Well, it's so because I think this is kind of just like to shore up. Like, well, I think people people uh, thought that Comcast was a legitimate option simply because they were offering straight cash as opposed to stock options. Yeah. And then when Disney raised their price, they included more cash mm-hmm. along with the stock options. So um, that's really what it was. But I'm, I don't know. I, there's some good and, and bad with both, um, both of them. So I don't know how long it's going to take for it to go through. But you know, that's that's how it's looking. And and we've covered this before. If you want to uh, listen to some of our other rantings on it, you can uh, check back one of our previous episodes. Yeah, on our iTunes and uh, Apple Podcast feed, all over the place, everybody. Blah blah podcast. And really quick before we get to our uh, main segment for today, Jason, give us your uh, one minute review of Incredibles two. I really liked it. I would say it's incredible. <laughs> um, it wasn't as good as the first one. First one I thought was a wonderful movie. I remember specifically see- going to see the first one fourteen years ago and not caring about it at all. I was like. Ah, want to go see this stupid kid superhero movie but i ended up absolutely loving it and i still do to this day incredibles 2 um isn't as good as it but it's only like a slight notch below it because some of the pacing is a little off like you'll have like a really intense scene that you want to you know just you're so engaged to and then it'll like cut away to mr incredible um taking care of his family so there's shit like that but and the villain is nowhere near as compelling as syndrome was but um it's still, though, it's a great movie. It looks amazing. Like, there's a fight scene uh, about three-quarters of the way through that is just a visual treat for your eyes. And uh, I'm really hoping for a, uh, a third one. <clears throat> Excuse me, a third one. It uh, it was a great movie. I loved it. Would you say it was fucking amazing? It was fucking amazing. Just like Mrs. Incredible. She's so hot. Well, you need to calm down there, Jason. <laughs> she, she is so flexible. She's an animated character. Hey, Android 18 is too, but I'm going to marry her, so shut up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Why don't we move on to uh, the main things that we're doing for this week, and that is we have a new uh, segment 
And uh, I, Jason, unfortunately, I know that you requested a certain theme song for this segment, but uh, unfortunately, I was unable to find it. Hmm. Um, I will sleuth while you talk. And uh, basically, uh, we're calling it uh, Dealer's Choice. Bring it to the table with Bruce Pritchard. <laughs> <laughs> and basically, the way this is going to work is uh, each person on the panel, they will have a maximum of 10 minutes to uh, talk about and bring up pretty much any subject that they uh, want, uh, and we will uh, divulge into it. Um, basically, it's taking my power away and giving it to each person on the panel to... People power. Talk, exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> to basically do whatever they want, and we are at your mercy. Um, so if you want to talk about Shrek for 10 minutes, we will do that. Appropriate, though, everybody. So uh, I originally was going to do a random, uh, a random uh, uh, way of figuring out who to go first, but I, uh, I don't, I, I forgot to, uh, f- to do that. So I think you should go first, Sean. This was your idea. I will not go first. Um, <laughs> I will not go first. <laughs> okay, I'll go first then. Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, Jason goes first. I'm cool with that. All right, Jason, I'm going to give you a maximum of 10 minutes, and if you run over, you will uh, be forced to leave the show. (laughs) Goodbye, everybody. Okay. You ready? Yep. Okay, my topic is Shrek. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) My topic is guilty pleasures. What are your guilty pleasures? Appropriate, of course. Could it be like a cartoon show, like a, a goofy website you go on that you don't want anyone to know about? Something like that. So let's talk about guilty pleasures. Mine... You're probably going to laugh and think I'm more of a dweeb than I already am. But I enjoy reading fan fiction. Like, especially when I was a kid, I I would read it all the time. Like when Teen Titans ended, the original Teen Titans show. That ended on a cliffhanger. And I was so compelled to know how it would end, I went on fanfiction.net, found a few stories of people finishing the series themselves. I did that with a few other shows, too, like a few of these anime shows, I w- anime shows I would watch when I was good. I don't read fan fiction as much anymore because there's, frank- quite frankly, not enough time in the day. But, um, yeah, so that was something I, 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 I still would say is a guilty pleasure because I enjoyed doing it a lot. Um, and I actually found out how Teen Titans ended because someone on a, one of those forum uh, websites pointed me to a comic book which ended the show. So, um, yeah. Jason- I have a lot of other yeah, I get the feeling that maybe you're responsible for some of the uh, Shield fan fiction that we got over the over the however many years they were a thing. Shield, like Agents of Shield? No, like the Shield. <laughs> the big dog. Oh, <laughs> there's fan fiction for that. Oh, oh yes. Oh, was... <laughs> oh no. It's Why don't you not go look it up, Jason? This... It's not okay, appropriate for this show. All right. Well, while I'm looking at uh, Shield, the Shield uh, WWE fan fiction on fanfiction.net, who has a guilty pleasure they feel like sharing? Uh, I'll, I'll share a guilty pleasure. Um, I, I guess my main guilty pleasure that happens more often than not is uh, just Food Network shows. Fridge. Uh, I, I, I tend to, if, if there's nothing on and YouTube, I've gone through everything on YouTube uh, and RedTube, and, uh, there's, <laughs> and there's nothing else to watch. Usually I'll put on Food Network. I got a couple of my favorites. I love everything that Guy Fieri does. Um, that's another guilty pleasure. Uh, give me some triple D and triple G and, uh, <laughs> and also, uh, chopped is, is fun. Although I really hate how, uh, the judges are always critical of like the littlest things like, Oh, this needs like a dab of salt. I'm like, really? That, that, that's your big complaint about the, the dish. 
Um, they're just looking for shit to complain. Exactly. I think it's their mandated to. And mm. uh, I am uh, a big fan of uh, Iron Chef also. Um, but yeah, no, any uh, other than the baking shows, fuck those. I don't care about those. But the main uh-huh. uh, cook, <laughs> no, uh-uh. Well, the main cooking ones uh, I enjoy. Not uh, everything else is. Uh, I don't know. Not a big fan. We should of. go to a chop show. They film around here. Get tickets. Wait, what? Oh, yeah. They have an audience. Yeah, they we, do. They do. Yeah, yeah. we we uh we know someone who worked in casting on that. Mm-hmm. What? How do they have an audience? There's there's never anybody there. Well, now is your chance to be part of Chop, Sean. I'll find tickets. Are you sure that it's not? <laughs> are you sure it's not tickets to compete on Chopped? It's like, no, uh oh, uh oh. I mean, I'm sure you'll go for that too, I'm right? Not good I don't know. For that. I, do you like Bobby Flay? Oh yeah, beat Bobby Flay. That's a fun show too. I saw I saw tickets for that too on um that what's that website where you, where they have Red Stephen Tube. Colbert and oh and <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Fallon tickets. It's uh. I'll think of it later, but I've seen tickets for that and and chopped live audience. I, I will say every time I'm at the gym, I make it a point to uh, use the uh, bicycle or the treadmill that is directly in front of the TV playing Food Network. Oh yes, <laughs> it's it's sort of like uh, inspiration. It's like just another mile, and I can even try to maybe taste one of those things. See, it's, it's not exactly the same, but a lot of times when I'm at the gym, I find myself watching infomercials for uh, products to make food, like uh, <laughs> either um, a uh, pressure cooker or, you know, some sort of uh, cast iron grill or, or something like that. And usually eh, that's as close as I get. They don't have Food Network on, but if you find those infomercials, that's, that's, uh, mm. those are yeah. fun too. Yeah, yeah, I I think I found my guilty pleasure. <laughs> as I'm thinking about it, is uh, sort of. It is the YouTube reviewers that constantly review as seen on TV products. Oh. That's so particular, Mike. But I am not surprised. One of them I later found. Well, later, I one of them I found was actually ended up being a professor of mine from community college. <laughs> <laughs> It just happened to be one of the, it's like, uh, I think it all sort of stemmed from like JonTron when he would review something like flex tape or some bullshit like that. <laughs> and then I would just dive deep down that rabbit hole of just hours of people like reviewing the HD sunglasses. That's and a the, lot of damage. The, the stupid, like, <laughs> I just saw the, this boat in half. <laughs> exactly. And That's it's a lot just, of damage. It's, it, it's always nice to uh, sometimes get confirmation as to whether or not these products are actually kind of worth it. Usually they're not. Most of the time they're not. Uh, mm. But every once in a while you find that little thing that's like, wow, you know, that's something I actually could spend money on. I'm not gonna. But, you know, it, it, I could. Maybe I'll buy it for my grandma for Christmas. <laughs> that's nice, Mike. That's wholesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got one. My, my guilty pleasure is definitely... Uh... Every once in a while, I just want to listen to the entire album of uh, the Chocolate Starfish with the hot dog flavor of watermelon oh, no. biscuit. So, <laughs> chocolate starfish. Yeah. And now for your listening pleasure, <laughs> Sean, roll the tape. I'm just gonna play WrestleMania 17 in the background. Yeah. <laughs> I want to beat you so bad. I need to beat you. My way. My way or the highway. That's Steve. Better. Uh, for me, I mean, I don't have guilty pleasures because I'm not really ashamed of anything I do. I'm just, I have no shame. But if I had to pick something that, like, I guess other people would think was weird, 
Uh, I actually genuinely enjoy ASMR videos, as cringy as people think they are. There's some out there that aren't so bad. What, what I, videos? I to ASMR? Yeah, yeah. A lot of people think it's super cringy, and don't get me wrong. So if you don't know what ASMR is, it stands for the Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response. And if you ever li- have you ever heard like a certain kind of sound or someone speaks to you, and you kind of get like goosebumps on the back of your neck, mm. or like you feel kind of tingly and like it sounds nice, that's ASMR. That's essentially what it is. And uh, I've had it since I was like ten, and I'm just like whenever someone has was like doing like a little task next to me, like writing on a piece of paper, or like um, even at the grocery store when they would just be kind of like mindlessly scanning the the items, it would just I'd get goosebumps and I'd be like, what is this weird? Like, am I having like an out of body experience? There's this weird thing happening to me. And um, it turned out to be an actual thing, and I found it on YouTube. And it's gotten really cringy lately because, of course, with anything that is remotely pleasurable, it immediately becomes sexual. Yeah, and there's, there's girls that wear like really low cut shirts and they like make out with the camera and they like do these really weird like mouthy kissing sounds and it's very like ugh no that's gross stop it's just it's uh, disgusting. I I, uh, I listened to an ASMR video because uh one time I was having like a really bad migraine and I decided to like look up uh migraine relief and that was one of the things that popped up and god damn it if it didn't work yeah it man was, it's it's a it, legit it, thing it just eased my brain it felt like it was shrinking maybe it was listening to that <laughs> but uh, i wouldn't even like i wouldn't watch the video i just like put the i had plugged in my phone and my headphones into the phone and just screened down and just fell asleep listening to it and and uh, yeah no was, uh, then i've looked i started to look into it and like wow it was a really weird and creepy culture that it goes gets, along with it if you get towards like, the uh, dark side if you get towards the dark side of asmr it's like this is just porn pretty much mm. like it's just dirty but then there's the cool side like the stuff i watch um i watch guys set up like little model train cars or like little model planes and just the sound of like them putting the little pieces together and kind of talking about what they're doing is like a cool sound and then they bend over <laughs> yeah and then they shove the plane they shove the plane up their ass i'm like ah oh, great goosebumps here we go all right well now i know more about you guys even though i've been friends with all you all, of all of you for years so that's great Guilty pleasures, everybody. Uh, if All you right. have a guilty pleasure, you can tweet at blah blah pod one what it is. And uh, yeah, unless it's like uh, some disgusting shit, then don't. No, but then the, send, send it to Evan. Send it to you. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right. right, who's next? Um, why don't we have uh, Maiko next? Sure. Okay. Uh, mine is less of a uh, question for. Well, I guess I'll turn it into a question, but mine's sort of based on a news story. Um, and I was, did you guys hear about, uh, what seems to potentially be movie pass, uh, trying to manipulate audience yes. reviews? On no. Rotten Tomatoes? Okay. Yeah. So I don't know if you guys have gotten the, the notifications from movie pass saying like critics trashed the movie, but audiences loved it. Go oh, with Gotti? Yeah. 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 But, um, cause Gotti is released by movie pass. <clears throat> it's one of their, uh, one of their things that they purchased. But, uh. I, I saw it on Reddit, you know, started to look into it a little more, and, like, Screen Junkies also expanded on it. But uh, m- the bulk of the rev- user reviews were from users that were just created this month. <laughs> and, uh, uh, what is it, a good percentage of them have only reviewed Gotti or only reviewed Gotti and American Heist, which was Movie Pass's first American movie Animals. that they put American out. Animals. American Animals, whatever, it's a heist movie, right? Uh, uh, kind of. I, Okay, then I, I just keep seeing heist somewhere in, like, the marketing. But um, 
So it sort of seems that these guys, like, how desperate is MoviePass getting? Is this like, are they just grasping at straws trying to uh, stay relevant and stay afloat and keeping people's minds by manipulating just well, Rotten Tomatoes audience What scores? doesn't make any sense is mm-hmm. they're promoting you to see this movie that they're basically you're seeing for free. So they're basically paying twice for you to go see this movie. <clears throat> yeah. It makes no yeah, sense but, at all. But they're getting, but they're, they're, they're getting, I don't know, it's weird because like they're getting money off of the movie off of you even though. From what? They bought the rights to the movie. I, I guess. Yeah, I guess it is free. Complete. Is, what like, I'm wouldn't they be getting is, something though? The only thing I can think of is sort of like if they're trying to, okay, say I go see uh, this movie and I'm like, hey, my friend John, let's go see this movie. John does not have a movie pass. Well, I do. So I drop nothing on this movie. However, my friend, like, are they trying to use MoviePass uh, subscribers as, like, guerrilla marketing? Then why would they make those reviews up then? Because uh, as so- that pulls in more people. Like, just that alone, just good mm-hmm. reviews should uh, theoretically pull in more people. Well, I don't. Well, first of all, the reviews are for just for the audience score. The exactly. actual Rotten Tomato score, which is what most people look at, is at a zero percent. Yeah, Shit. and that's and that's why they're. I think they're pushing the whole. You know, don't believe the critics. They're even calling them trolls behind a keyboard. But if you look at the the numbers, the the mm-hmm. amount of people that reviewed Gotti is more than the amount of people that that reviewed Ocean's Eight. I find that very hard to believe. Considering how really bad job hiding them. Considering how Gotti is only on like 500 screens, it only made 1.5 million last weekend. I find it very hard to believe that this is just a whole bunch of fans that went to go see Gotti and loved it. It's it's probably just uh, like you said, a bunch of fake accounts that the uh, Movie Pass or one of their companies is is, uh, is is somehow trying to manipulate to get people to go to see it, saying that the critics are wrong, and look, all the audiences, uh, everyone that's going to see the movie loved it, even though they're not real. Mm. <laughs> so, I mean, what do you guys think of how this will uh, affect maybe Movie Passes further? Um acquisitions of films are people going to be uh, like no you guys put out the shit that like can you pull this whole fake marketing thing i don't think i mean i could be totally wrong but i don't think the majority of people are going to maybe even notice this happened i had no idea and yeah they're doing a bad job of hiding it like like you were saying earlier mike that uh these yeah, people found out these accounts were created like within the month and they've only reviewed this movie so that's like pretty blatant clues right there that like they should have hid it somehow but I don't know. Like, I could. I think it could swing both ways. I could see them making a new movie, um, and I could see them like just kind of giving up on it. But it's kind of up in the air for me. I don't think it matters because they'll be dead in two months. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. But then you know we still have AMC's new. Uh, yeah. Uh, which honestly, reading it doesn't sound that bad the only problem is, is that you're forced Limit, to just go to limited. amc yeah yeah, yeah and it could be worse ever since i got movie pass i've almost exclusively been going to my local theater which is not amc it's it, there's only like five of these theaters in the country and only one in the state and so i have a frequent customer card there so i'm constantly getting like mm-hmm. and it's free for that and i'm just constantly getting like free tickets for either a friend of mine 
or like popcorn and all this shit. And uh, I don't know. I ever I think ever since I worked at AMC, they just have left a bad taste in my mouth. Mm. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were telling me that, some of the that, stories, man. Yeah, that, that in my AMC, like the projection, like it's just not a good quality theater. Yeah, I mean, there's only How, two yeah, AMCs however, near us. Yeah, however, if 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 Movie Pass went under and I decided to go with this, I do have like I, I I'm lucky in that I think I have three AMCs within 35 minutes of me. Nice. I just yeah. yeah, I mean it's it it sounds f- like a good deal especially considering how you can do the premiums and you can do multiple movies per day as long as you stay right. in those 3 per week. But um but you're you're forced to go to AMC like let's say there's this there's an independent movie that you want to go see that's not at AMC. Uh, you're you're forced to pay out of pocket regardless. Could, uh-huh. could you get one of those free tickets in advance? I, I didn't read into this. You, yes, thing you can also you can also reserve seats, and I think you can uh, pre-order as well. Bro, I'm liking this. I'm liking this a lot. Well, that's great, but you need to be near an AMC. I'm near like five AMC. <laughs> well, good for you. <laughs> yeah. I am. I am AMC. <laughs> <laughs> There's like seven AMCs in Manhattan. It's insane, and one Regal. Did you mention the part where I think I read you can uh, see more than one movie in a day? You just have to yeah. wait two hours between it. Oh, yeah. I didn't know it was two and hours between. You, I didn't I think, hear that. I think I, it, I think it's two. I think someone I read somewhere on online that it has to be two hours between. Oh well, what's the hell well, the point of that? First, I mean, I'm well, not positive. Be, I, it, I, I imagine it'd be two. Oh, uh, you know what I think that might be? It's hmm. to prevent you from. Uh, it's to prevent like you and your friend from both going to the same movie. And you using two of your in one week on just a uh, on one purchase, so it's sort mm-hmm. of like I mean, if with two hours in between, most movies plus previews are two hours anyway, so you can buy yeah. a ticket, see a movie, After buy the a ticket. Over, yeah. But uh, but yeah, I guess that's sort of like they don't want you buying two tickets at the same time. Okay, I can I can wait. That's only two hours if it ever comes to that. I never I rarely see two movies in one day. No, they just don't want you paying for someone else's ticket with your card. Is, is basically yeah. uh, what you could also do because this is only this is twenty dollars. What you could do is you could pay for the uh, cheaper uh, what is it called Cinemia, uh, so that it's it's like one or two per month, and then you can use that at the different theaters if you wanted to, and just combine the two. Hmm. Just Cinemia. a thought. Cinemia. Here I go. <laughs> Here I go again. again. <laughs> All right. Anything else to add, Mike, before we move on? Uh, with Movie Pass just becoming increasingly volatile, I kind of, uh, I kind of want to buy stock in it because their stock is like thirty cents of. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a penny. If something happened, if, if if something happens, and all of a sudden they actually like turn yeah, around. Part of me like... is part of me is like you know I never got in on the whole crypto thing. What if someone decides to actually become some kind of angel investor in MoviePass and it actually becomes valuable again? What if I only put down like twenty dollars and it turns into a couple grand? <laughs> Pretty dope. But no, no, I, 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 I see this being a fun experiment that we all took part in. <laughs> yeah, MoviePass. Yeah, I mean, we keep saying it's gonna die, and it's still here. I mean, oh, I'm yeah. assuming they're still getting new subscribers daily. But not making any money. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I haven't. You know, now I'm. I, I am currently the ideal MoviePass customer. 
I haven't used my movie pass in I don't know two weeks, maybe more. And before that, it was like almost a month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same with me. I used it the part, other day. I, I think it's partly because of the whole. Uh, well, I don't know. I sort of saw everything already when it came out, and I can't do repeat viewings. And so it was like, unless I want to go see Gotti, or go see, <laughs> or go see Tag or Book Club, like, eh. oh, Mike, Tag is that out? I think that. Yeah. Mike, please go see Gotti for us. Please see Tag too. <laughs> Jason, you want to go see Gotti tomorrow instead? Instead of Jurassic World, <laughs> I don't know. They're probably well, like we'll, the same. We'll see. We'll see if Jurassic World is sold out or not. And then, yeah, uh... we'll see Gotti. <laughs> I keep eyeing those seats, man. They seem to be pretty good. All right. Uh, well, uh, the time is up. Um, so why don't we? You know what? I'll go next because uh, I will freely admit that uh, Mike had the topic I was going to bring up. Yay! So instead, uh, I'm going to talk about um, I'm going to talk about a dream I had last night. Oh my god! Here we go. Um, <laughs> and this this can spawn into uh, uh, spawn. Spawn. <laughs> yeah. Did you did you get them? Uh. <laughs> uh, this can this can go into uh, other uh, weird dreams that people have had. So last night I had a, a dream. Where I was uh, somewhere in the vicinity of uh, the Red Letter Media crew, um, specifically Rich Evans. And Rich Evans, for some reason, was uh, talking about the movie Poltergeist 3. I don't know why, don't remember why, but he, for some reason, had a gripe with the movie. Not the movie itself, but he didn't like the fact that it was Poltergeist 3, and for some reason he thought it would be better if they took the Roman numeral for 3, the, the three eyes, and somehow integrated it into the title for Poltergeist 3. Huh. I don't know, I don't know why he wanted that, but for some it reason... It was your subconscious talking to you. I guess that he wanted that to happen, and uh, at some point um, he got angry and decided to physically drag Mike and Jay uh, out of the room. Oh my God. <laughs> He's got super strength. <laughs> I don't know why, but uh, that's what ended up happening. And then, uh, and then somehow the dream morphed into, uh, I was meeting, uh, the actor, uh, Ed Begley Jr. He was in Arrested Development, the new season. And then he some his his uh, his face melted, and he turned into an alien. You have been watching too much Twin Peaks. Now I think the the I think the best part is I actually I tweeted if you go on my uh, Twitter at the underscore Brack Show, I I tweeted this out earlier uh, this morning because when I woke up I was like, wow, that's so weird. I need to write this down. Um, so I I tweeted it out. What the hell is that? Who's uh, here? Who's here? They're here. Ed? He's here. <laughs> oh, run. Uh, so I tweeted it out, and uh, wouldn't you know it, the actual Ed Bagley Jr. tweeted me back. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, basically... I asked, uh, I well, I didn't ask. I, I just mentioned that he uh, turned into an alien during the dream, and he responded back by saying, was it a dream, question mark? <laughs> oh, man. It's getting meta. 
So I guess that can lead into if anyone else has had weird dreams. I had one that I told you about a little while ago, Sean. I was pretty happy with. It was weird, but it was somehow cool at the same time. I had a dream. I woke up and I was in Florida and uh, I had a missed call from Triple H. And I was like, what is going on? So I call him back and he's like, hey, man, your, your tryout today. Like, just calm down. And I was like, wait, 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 wait a minute. And I went and looked at myself in the mirror and I was just like this jacked. I was like, when did this happen? And then it slowly dawned on me. I'm like, oh, cool. Because I like in my dreams, I can normally tell when I'm dreaming. I was like, oh, I guess I'm a wrestler tonight. Cool. Let's go. So I went down to the training center. And he brings me in, and we ran these like these exercises. I'm sure aren't real. Like I had to I had to pull back the top rope and let it go, see how far it could go. It was stuff that made no sense. I did a backflip into a bunch of chairs, and said like saw if I would be okay. It made no sense. And then he and then he was like, "Cool, you did great. So here's your your tag team partner." And all of a sudden, this like country music comes blaring through the speakers, and out walks Donald Logue. <laughs> and, like, Who? Donald Logue, the guy from Blade Two. He's been, <laughs> oh my god. He's been, he uh, walked grounded for life. The dad, right? Yeah, that guy. Yeah, and he walks and out in a cowboy hat. Harvey Bullock on Gotham. I always get him and Michael yeah. Rappaport confused. Yeah, he walks out in a cowboy hat and runs down to the ring. He's like, "What's up, brother? I'm gonna be your tag team partner." I was like, "This is cool, all right." And then we were gonna have a match, and I woke up and I was like, "Oh, come on!" I wanted to see how that one played out. But yeah, that was my weird dream. Damn, got it. Drop the acid, my friend. <laughs> it was fun. I had a lot of good. I had a good time, especially mm. in the locker room. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, brother. Brother. Um, I'll go in a little bit. I'm still trying to think. I. It's like I have a lot of weird dreams that um I don't end up remembering in the morning. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, that's yeah. most of mine. Where it'll be like, oh my god, what the hell was that? And I'll wake up and I'll go, I don't remember anything. Yeah. They- you yeah. get up to go pee, and then like it just slowly fades from your your mind, but you know it was a weird dream. Like, um, Dan, do you have one to cover? Uh, <laughs> um, I don't remember much of my dreams either. Like, I'll, I'll know it was a weird dream when I'm having it, but not remember when I wake up, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. But I do distinctly remember when I was younger, I had some really weird, fucked up dream where like I was actually helping Freddy Krueger kill people. So. <laughs> I just remember that. I don't remember details of it. I just know that that happened. <laughs> like, but did you have like powers like Freddy? Yeah, or? I, I was able to like fly around and do do shit. Like I don't remember what I did. I just knew that I had like the same powers he did. I guess, but it was weird as shit. But you ever, I, does anyone ever have like those reoccurring dreams that happen every couple months or years where it's a, it's literally the same dream over and over again? No, I think you I, might need to go see someone, Sean. No, I, I had, I had yeah, one of those I, that involved Don Vito from Bam Margera's show. <laughs> oh, do tell. He would, he would just show up and yell his like nonsense terms. He'd be like, Goran Flakovich, I always just be yelling like, the nonsense stuff that he said. And I would just be like, what am I doing in a Viva La Bam episode? And I'd wake up normally just like, what happened? See, I, I've Damn. had two recently. Well, not so recent, but over the last couple of years where... Uh, and both are, are kind of uh, not very good scenarios. One being... Uh, I'm in my bedroom, and then the outside is slowly shifting into like Inception, where the 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 ground folds itself. You Doctor know, Strange, kind of like Doctor Strange, but uh, specifically when like Leonardo DiCaprio is showing Ellen Page how it works, and like he's mm. just folding shit around. I've had that one a few times, and then uh, the other one is um, I'll uh, imagine 
that there's people trying to uh, get into my house and trying to find me and I'm That's scary hiding away from them or somehow assaulting them um and that yeah giving them the scorp giving them the scorpion death drop <laughs> you're like waiting on the other side of the door as they sneak in and Sean just grabs them from behind Hi-ya! honestly usually i have like a knife with me but that's pretty intense dude like do re- what what do reoccurring dreams even mean like you have like s- some repressed feelings or some shit they it normally it normally has to do with a memory pattern that you can't get rid of and it expressed through subconscious thought that's deep hmm. yeah mm-hmm. uh the one dream I, I i remember this isn't recent um this is a dream i had when i was a kid that scared the fuck out of me and it doesn't sound like it would scare you but it, it scared me i had a dream where i was in like this make believe like puppet land like the type already, of already scary already scary <laughs> like you guys remember that old uh pbs kids show called Pu- uh puzzle palace oh it was, god I it was did. all like puppet puppet people you know like the muppets type thing i had a dream puppet i was people. i was a human <laughs> what i was doing john laurinaita sorry puppet people <laughs> <laughs> puppet power power um I had a dream when I was a kid that I was in like a world like that where everyone was walking puppets with huge heads and small bodies and I was the only human and I was running around trying to get out of there and I ran into this scientist who looked like uh, a puppet Albert Einstein and like and I was just I just remember being scared out of my mind because I was a kid too and I was like I want to go home I want to go home and um Every, like they had like these evil puppets chasing me and like the scientists were trying to help me and it ended with him taking me to this uh like this his is um like this area i don't remember where and on the floor there was this giant like colorful rainbow spiral that he was like if you jump on that you'll wake up and i jumped on it and i remember waking up instantly and i was like only one of the few times where you like you blink and you kind of like jolt out of bed and I've every now and then I think of that dream, and I'm like, if there was ever an argument for dreams being an alternate reality, I would, I would, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that was because it felt so fucking real. And he even says to me in the dream, if you jump on that, you'll wake up. So it was, just, it was really fucking weird. Jason, you mean like when you wake up, you literally like shoot awake, like you, like your body jumps? Yeah, like I remember waking up and just jolting, not like I sat up, but like, like I jumped on the spiral thing, and I was just like, huh. And I woke up. Yeah, I've had I've had back when I used to get really bad dreams uh, a few years ago. Um, I would get uh, I forget that it's a name for some kind of phenomenon, not sleep paralysis. It was more like when I'd wake up, my fight or flight would kick in and I would violently wake up. Like there was times where I punched my ex by accident because I'd wake up like <laughs> like Wolverine. <laughs> Damn. Like shoot out of bed. It was terrible. Oh, uh... like, she, she'd sleep away from me. because like, you're going to punch me again. That's that's another thing that's that's popped up recently uh, every so often. I don't know uh, how many people other than um, uh, I think Mike and Dan saw Hereditary, but like no, I didn't. I've I've seen like apparitions uh, in my bedroom while I'm waking up or sleeping or kind of dazed. Like, uh, that's between, fucking scary. You're in between conscious and unconscious. Exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like there'll be, there'll be someone standing uh, by the side of my bed and I w- yeah, it's woke like sleep up. paralysis, right? Eh, kinda. But I'll, I'll like wake up and, the and man react. Man in the and corner of the room. I fucking I super kicked him and ran out of my bed. Fucking <laughs> give him the sweet chin music. And then uh, there was one recently where I woke up and I was looking at my my dresser and it looked like there was a a, a midget that was sleeping in my dresser. Is he gonna do the worm? Is he gonna, <laughs> is he gonna do the worm? Oh, that was the midget ACL? that 
That was the midget that Big Cass beat up. <laughs> I think it was the midget that assaulted me at the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> it's that midget that did the worm and tore his MCL and had to limp yeah. on stage. <laughs> oh, can I? Um, I just remembered one weird dream that I had too. Please, if I can share it real, real quick, if we still have time. Um, it actually doesn't sound weird at all, but it just felt hyper realistic. So back in college, if you guys remember, I had uh, a job at the computer lab. Like every mm-hmm. what is it, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I would man one of the computer labs on campus. So it was Wednesday, and I had to go to that. Uh, I had to go to the computer lab that was right next to the Mimosa Building, that one that was like in that glass like area. Mm-hmm. Um, so I remember I had like two hours before I had to go, so I, w- I took a nap, and then I dreamt that I woke up, got everything ready, walked over there, and began working for like a half hour, and then I actually woke up, and it was like. F- almost time to go to my shift i just I, I remember this so vividly too because it felt so fucking real like i was just doing my daily tasks and uh yeah it was just if anyone's ever had a hyper realistic dream like that i'd love to hear it all right uh my time is up so uh why don't we go <laughs> over to uh steve all righty well I, was, I thought someone was going to talk about it, especially Jason, but no one brought it up. Mine's just the current news story, and I wanted to run it around the, our group here. So the World Health Organization has now cat- categorized an addiction that there is a video game addiction, oh. and that is, that's an actual thing. This and is bullshit. I think, f- for me, it's the same thing as um, when they came after video games saying it promotes violent behavior, and before that they went after heavy metal music saying that promotes violent behavior. When in reality, there are just people out there that have brain patterns that are very primitive. And when they hear or see violent things, they're like, I want to do that. And then they <laughs> they ruin it for everybody. Because yeah. the stories that have been in the news lately is there was a little girl who, of course, was addicted to Fortnite. Because that's such a hot term now. This girl was playing Fortnite so much that she was peeing herself because she didn't want to get up. She was just like, just she'd sit on a cushion and would just fill the cushion with pee because she'd never stand up. And uh, she would, if if the parents tried to take her away from it, she'd throw a fit and she'd throw things, and it was just like she would, she would, you know, have like this horrible, horrible meltdown, and she would just cry and wail and cry and wail until they let her go back and play. Haven't we all been there? I mean, <laughs> no. <laughs> the thing, the thing is with me, I've had. I mean, I remember the most one, the one that sticks out the most clearly in my mind was. There was a game back for the Xbox called Jade Empire, and it was made by Bioware. I remember that game. They were That's the, good. They, they were the same company that made Knights of the Old Republic one and two, and uh, I loved I loved that game so much. It was the coolest RPG because you essentially played in ancient China, but it was like mythological ancient China. So there was dragons and monsters, and you played as like a warrior monk who had to go defeat the evil emperor. It just it was super expansive, and I loved it. I loved it a lot, but. Um, what is that? It's my dream. <laughs> oh no! It is your dream. Oh god! I forgot to say. It. I know this is an time, but uh, you were talking about how Halloween needed to have the Roman numerals in- integrated into. Yeah, the I think that's that where it came your, from. Your, your I, don't, I don't know how Rich Evans got in there, but I think that's where it originated <laughs> from. Anyway, go ahead, Steve. But uh, but yeah, it was just like I remember I got that game and I loved it so much. I literally played it. From 8 p.m. that night till about 6 in the morning the next day. I just could not stop playing because it was so... yourself? I never peed myself, though. I ate dinner. I went to the bathroom. I brushed my teeth. I got changed. And eventually I went to bed. 
I just think that categorizing it as an, an addiction puts an unnecessary stigma around video games. And to me, this just feels like when Hillary Clinton was going after the video games, saying that they promote gun violence and stuff like that. I have played some of the most violent, and I'm sure, like, Jason, you have too. We've oh, my God, yeah, most- Manhunt. The original Manhunt game from 2003. When, hands down, one of my top ten favorite games ever for a whole slew of reasons, and none of them involve the violence. It's just a fun Action pack, good Listen, stealth game. It's easier to go after video game companies than it is to go after the NRA. That's just as simple uh, as that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I won't get too political about it, but I just I find it, you know, like Jason just said. I mean, him and I both, and I'm I'm sure a lot of other people have too. We played some of those violent, ridiculous video games that are just like over the top. But you're not playing because you're like, I get to kill people. It's like you know, like it's a cool, it's a it's a part of the experience, but you're playing it for the overall story challenge you're playing, yeah you're playing for the challenge and yeah a lot of games nowadays action includes guns and violence and you know sharp bladed weapons i mean even to even to veer off video games for a second i've listened to some some of the most heaviest disgusting death metal like cannibal corpse which is just like having <laughs> sex with dead bodies and making zombie babies about, that not, shoot not out dead bodies young dead bodies young dead, young pedophile Young, dead, rotting bodies, and then they spawn out like these hybrid rape zombie babies. And never once in my head have I ever thought, you know, that sounds pretty fucking cool. I should try that. <laughs> Steve, <laughs> don't give Zack Snyder ideas. Oh, no. <laughs> no he, I, like, this whole... he's, he's busy with Ant Rand, so it's fun. Ant Man? No, Ant Rand. <laughs> um, no, with this whole uh, video game addiction shit. Like you're, you hit the nail on the head, Steve. And it's also literally anything can be classified as an addiction. Yes. Like it, it's people that are addicted to the feeling. It's not the actual thing itself. Yes, there are addictive substances out there, like nicotine and heroin and shit like that. But I could be addicted to drinking water if I like the feeling of drinking water. Mm-hmm. And we are all, we are, we all debunk this. Video games are addictive and violent shit because we've all like you said Steve we've all played violent video games and we're all fine I mean I can't speak for Mike but we're all fine <laughs> also, also you hear Mike on the other side like, uh oh <laughs> but uh, no it's just that I fucking <laughs> I fucking time hate to kick this. ass and chew bubble gum and I'm allowed to go <laughs> I, I, I hate this uh, this shit that the media always brings up it's like once every four or five years this whole video game thing is it's making your children violent, uh, rears its ugly head. I mean, don't get me like, wrong. You shouldn't have a five-year-old playing Grand Theft Auto, but at the yeah, same time... Never, it's the I parent. Or, or Mortal Kombat. Sure. But at I the same never, time, that doesn't... I would never doesn't, defend that. Yeah. I would never defend that. There's a reason the rating things are on there. If you're going to be a crappy parent and buy, yeah, your, 11, and buy your 11-year-old GTA where you can literally go fondle strippers, like that's, <laughs> yeah. that's, your, that's your fault. That's not I, the kid's I, fault. I remember when I was a kid, I um, I think I was maybe around 11. Whenever the South Park game, Friend 64, came out. No, oh, I was 10. Yeah. And I remember um, getting it, and my parents were, like, really reluctant on buying that for me. <laughs> but they, they pretty much just understood that, like, you know, I was a good kid and I wasn't going to do shit with it. But the only thing that, that I took away from that was I learned the word dildo. And I, <laughs> I said dildo around my mom, and she was like, don't say that. <laughs> I remember Jason. What do you want for Christmas? Dildo. Uh, dildo, dildo. (laughs) So what? What year did San Andreas come out? That was like 2004. Same year as Incredibles one. Yeah. So I I remember back when that came out. So 2004. I was probably like still in like yeah yeah I was still in like middle school. It's probably eighth grade. Um, 
I, uh, <laughs> it came out and I told my mom, I was like, I really want this game. You know, my friend Bill's got it and it's really fun. And she's like, is it violent? I was like, yes, it's violent, mom. Like, it's, mm-hmm. I, I, was, I was fully upfront with her and I told her, I was like, it's violent. Uh, it's about gang fighting and stuff like that. But I told her, I was like, I'm a white kid from, you know, rural New Jersey. I'm not about, <laughs> I'm not about to like put a bandana around my face and start running around. So I tell her about it. And I'm thinking everything is cool. Cause she's like, all right, as long as you know the difference, I'll buy this for you for your birthday. And I was like, all right. So we go to get it. And this motherfucker, this Walmart, this Walmart employee, like when I was little, I was angry. But now thinking about it, it's cool they did this. But back then I was furious. We're going in there to buy that. My mom, I had the game in my hands and we're walking to the counter. And this Walmart employee, this big, big, like this big dude walks up and he's like, hey, you going to buy that for your son? And she's like, yeah, he really wants it for his birthday. And he's like, has he told you what's in that game? And, uh. This is around the time when the hot coffee mod thing was going around. Oh, it's, yeah. It's a big deal. Yeah. We come inside for some coffee. <laughs> so the guy must have lo- read about the hot coffee thing. And uh, so I'm walking to the counter, and, you know, this guy's talking to my mom. He's like, hey, hey, I wouldn't let him buy that game. And she's like, I know it's violent, and I appreciate it, but uh, he told me about the violence stuff. I'm okay. He's a good kid. He's not going to do anything. He's like, did you tell you can bang a girl in the game? She's like, what? And my mom. <laughs> loses her mind in the middle of this Walmart and starts slapping the bejesus out of me. Like, you didn't tell me there was sex in this game. Owie. Yeah, she would just smack me in the back of the head. because She's like, God. And I'm like, Mom, stop it. I didn't know. I I, I, I got I to stop you there. I think that tells you a little more about our society that uh, we are so okay with a, like, 10 or 12-year-old playing a video game where you can shoot someone's head off. Well, you bang a chick in the soon As soon as, like, oh, wait a minute, there's some areola in this. Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah. That's, was, where, we, that's yeah. where we draw the line. I, I Thanks, almost, MPAA. I almost said it out loud, but I was like, Mom, I've seen porn at this point. Like, come on. Like, I'm <laughs> also, also, side note, that fucking GameSpot employee should have been fired on the spot because the hot coffee mod was a mod for PC, yeah, not I'm, PlayStation. Now, you could you could still get it in PlayStation. What? It, was, All right. it wasn't a mod. Show me it how. Wasn't a mod. <laughs> it wasn't a mod. It was, uh, it was originally part of the game and then they just changed part of the code to take it out and you could get it in with a uh, game shark all right this is what we're going to do tomorrow mike when we hang out you're going to bring your ps2 <laughs> you could ring <laughs> copy san andreas <laughs> or i'll just go to youtube but i guess and I that's, guess... that's why they uh, that's why they pulled a lot of the copies and then uh put out a new new version because then the, the code. Previous, yeah, the, code. Yeah, mm. the previous one got automatically upgraded to ao but I guess I guess quickly around the table before my time runs out. Uh, every, if everybody just, what's a game that you played like super like a like almost to the point where your parents would be like you're spending too much time playing it. What's a game that you spent a lot of time on, like whether it was over a course of a few days or in one sitting? Oh wait, uh, uh, Metal Gear Solid Two. When that game came out, when I was um, I was in uh, freshman year of high school, I think when I got the substance version, the remastered version for PS2, I fucking played that game so much for months on end. It was the only time my dad ever said to me, you're playing that game too much. <laughs> I think I say he said you were a piece of shit. <laughs> oh, that was after the fact. You're, yeah. being, <laughs> you're being a fucking douche. I don't really play that many games, so I guess I'm not qualified for this. That's all good. Yeah, um, I, I have the opposite, sort of. Whereas you're saying like you played a video game so much that your parents were like, this is a problem. Uh, my mother is got like... I am not allowed to have a original Nintendo near her because she is absolutely addicted to Dr. Mario. I've heard it. I've heard that. I, I have. I'm pretty sure I learned to cook 
because <laughs> of her playing <laughs> Dr. Mario. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> there were days where I'm like, Mom, I'm hungry. <laughs> like, there's something Go in the away. Here are some pills. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Dan, what's ever... Uh, for me, I kind of was allowed to play whatever I wanted. Like... So I kind of played everything, like anything that everyone thought was like something they had to go to someone else's house to play, something I always had. Um, so, I mean, like I played the original Mortal Kombat on Sega Genesis. Like, I was playing, this violence, I was playing Duke Nukem 3D on the computer. Like, uh, and then obviously yeah. when GTA came out, I, I mean, sure, I was young, but I'm a little bit older than you guys by like a year or so. So, I don't know. I played all of them. I think the thing that's funny is for me, like as far as addiction goes, there's only one game I ever sat through and played like the whole thing when it's a, a game that should have been played in multiple setting uh, sittings was Wind Waker. Mm. Oh, I yeah, played yeah. the entire game Zelda Wind Waker when it came out. Like, sure, I got up and ate and stuff, but that's all I did for like I don't know, like a day and a half maybe. I think it took Sounds me. About right. Sounds yeah. Right. All right. Uh, well, I guess Dan, you can lead us into uh, your topic now. All right, uh, I was wondering if uh, a little interactive uh, segment w- would be okay. Oh, uh, porn or no? No, I saw the <laughs> uh, the international trailer for Me- The Meg drop today, and I was reading an article that said that uh, this is the trailer where they just show you all the ridiculous shark stuff that they didn't show you in, like, the previous trailer. Mm-hmm. So they're saying, like, this is, like, the correct marketing technique. So mm. I'm seeing what, what, what we got with it. I don't I'll care. watch it at the same time. Yeah, I was gonna send the link uh, in the, the chat. I, don't know. I guess we'll be able to kind of time it up. I got to uh, keep it up ready. Is there? I, I want to. I think there's like a website where you can. We can all just go on. I don't know. You guys keep doing your thing. <laughs> I think there. I think there was like a, uh, a a website where like you, we could all watch the video at the same time. But I'm oh. not gonna start bothering looking for that. Well, we can look into that for. Uh... Next time, sure. <laughs> all right. Well, when we're all we're all hovering over the link to the YouTube video, um, let's like count down from five and click at the same time. Oh, how exciting! <laughs> I, that's going to be everyone's loading times, but <laughs> I just have the page opening here. I hit the play button, but yeah, me too. I did the same yeah. thing as Dan. I've got, right. it for, I've got it open and ready to click play. Yeah, me too. No, now, unfortunately, is is there a lot of uh, uh... nudity? No, is there a lot of uh, dialogue in there? Because I will not be able to play audio. I don't know. I haven't watched it. Okay. Well, I guess uh, there will be no audio for this. Actually, you know what? I'll just make it really low. You can go it in and out, too. I'll I'll, I'll put the audio really low. How about that? Okay. All right. All right. I am ready if everyone else is. Yeah, I got my finger on the play button. All right. Okay. Three, two, one, go. I love how a Scottish person became a Maori person. <laughs> <laughs> These subtitles are really distracting. Quality seems a little low, too. Nani! <laughs> See, that's what you get for that international quality. So at the end of this movie... I think I have to turn it up. At the end of this movie, they're going to have uh, Tom Jane and L O Cool J show up, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. With Sam Jackson. No, he died in that movie. I love Jason Statham. Oh my god. Ah. Of course the tentacles would go for the Asian lady. Oh Ooh. no. 
If only there was a giant black hole we could suck this thing into. <laughs> oh, man. I see teeth. Sorry, Mike. I didn't mean to. <laughs> hey, it's Dwight. Hey, it's that lesbian chick from Orange is the New Black. You look like she was CGI. It's yeah, metal. Her, her lips... <laughs> the girl looked like she was CGI. Yeah. Her lips, her lips are too shiny. Damn. Isn't this PG-13? Yeah, unfortunately. Someone needs to lower their volume. <laughs> yeah. It seems like it, it seems like it only... Oh, jeez. Whoa. It ain't me. No, not me. Uh, I think they just showed me something that they took from the book that might be in the ending, but... uh. I don't want to spoil it if it ends up happening. Oh. <laughs> hmm. Nice Jaws angle at the end there. Eh. That was okay. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That was alright. That was alright. I'll see it with Movie Pass. I'll see anything with uh, Movie Pass. I, I definitely am like, after waiting 20 years for this to come out, I'm like, it's finally here, at least. Like, that's the way I'm looking at it. Because it's had so many directors attached to it. Different words. Like Eli Roth was supposed to direct that. Wow. Uh, more recently. And then it ended up going the, was it John Turtle album or whatever? The guy that did the, the National Treasure movies is the guy that directed this. What, Turtle from event. Entourage? <laughs> yeah. No, he, uh, look, E from Entourage just directed something, I think. I don't know which, uh, which movie it is, but yeah, I don't know. Like, I read all this book because it's a whole series. There's like five books in the series. So like if this movie did well, they have potential to do other stuff. But I just like it, it's kind of like Jurassic Park mixed like and Jaws. Like it's, it's the two ideas because it's something that's not supposed to be around that ends up coming back around. So I like the, the idea that, you know, in the deep parts of the ocean where we don't know where shit is, something could possibly still be alive that we think is extinct because we found species that were thought to be extinct. So, yeah, the there's hell a giant not? octopus. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. I, I, I love this thinking about it. was actually that. supposed to come out like in 98 or 99. And the problem was the book came out in 97. And then the horrible Roland Emmerich Godzilla movie came out. And then nobody wanted giant monster movies. God damn so. it. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> I, I love thinking about shit like that too. Of like what is in the ocean that we don't know. Because there's so many areas that we can't explore. At least not yet. So it's like maybe there is a giant monster down there. You know? Like there's this thing I saw on Reddit. Um, these people years ago found this uh, sound wave in the bottom of the ocean called the bloop. It was like these people from two Arctic bases, like uh, really, really, really far apart from each other, measured the same sound coming through the ocean. It was like a huge bubble popping. People thought maybe it was a huge creature moving around. And uh, we don't, we it don't was, know. It turns out it was the little kid from Hereditary. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah. <laughs> That's actually really funny. You guys said something about the one girl being CGI in the in the trailer. There's a comment right at the top that says, "What the fuck, CGI girl?" <laughs> yeah, she looked like she was CGI. <laughs> CGI lesbian. The one thing that uh, <laughs> is different from the books that I think I, I told Sean about this that it's kind of disappointing, but I could see why it was a problem in the books because the Meg is 
in the 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 Marianas Trench so deep in in the water like they actually made it albino because it didn't get any like sunlight or skin pigmentation. And in the book, it was really cool because most of the attacks were at night. So whenever it would surface, like the water would just start glowing, like mm. just like horrifying light, like green water just appearing. And then it would just get you. But apparently, like they actually did try, but it just doesn't look right. Like making an all white shark in CGI already. Like so that's why they, I guess, just went with regular great white colors. No one really knows what, what color it was, obviously, because all we have left is teeth. So, yeah, I actually have a Meg tooth because I'm like such a shark. Nerd. I have a fossilized Meg tooth. Shut up, man. I know someone else is a big shark nerd, too. <laughs> I'll introduce you guys. Straight <laughs> like street sharks. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, I have some of those. Oh, <laughs> uh, so do yeah. I. Uh, I'm done. Obviously, as long as movie pass is still around, I guess everyone's going to check that yeah, out. Probably. So. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I just remembered a good anecdote about how Mel Gibson practiced his Scottish accent for Braveheart randomly. I don't know why that popped in my head. Was it with the Megalodon? No, it just I just thought about it randomly because I don't know because my ADHD brain is flying in the I mean, I did say that the one character in the movie in the book is a Scottish dude, and they made that's him probably it. Hard, that's, so. that's probably it then. Yeah, but so Mel Gibson was training his accent for uh, for Braveheart, and he went out to dinner one night with Sean Connery. And they went to some Hungarian dude's house for dinner, and they were having goulash. And uh, Mel Gibbs was like, just imagine that man saying goulash. He's like, I always love to have bread rolls with my goulash. <laughs> that was how he practiced his accent. He just said the word goulash over and over again, like Sean Connery. And that's probably why his accent was so terrible in the movie. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, that ends our Dealer's Choice segment. <laughs> our very first ever. I think that went well. Oh, wait, Mike, did you say a weird dream you had or not? Uh, I don't remember most of my dreams, to be honest. Uh, I, any weird dreams? I got really nothing. I know uh, my gra- my grandma will frequently have dreams about Native Americans appearing in her bedroom. But, oh, uh-oh. boy. That's uh-oh. fucking scary, dude. <laughs> uh-oh. Yeah. Sounds like a... I don't know. Maybe, it's, maybe they're, not, they're, they're, they're not happy with her being a big fan of John Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> you know how many of us he killed? <laughs> Oh, okay. Anyway, so that that brings us to the end of our dealer's choice segment. Uh, yeah, we'll have to bring that back uh, at some point. But uh, but yeah. So, all right, let's move on. Uh, let's go, Jason. Do we have any Twitter questions on our Twitter page for our Twitter Q and A? Twitter. I'm looking right now. My Twitter app is loading. I'm going over to blah blah pod one, which is something everyone can follow. Um, nothing there. Let me go to the profile, go to tweets and replies, uh, clicking on it. We have, um, we have one question from the imposter Jason Green with the E at the end of his name, the E for evil. They ask us, what is your favorite beach activity? Drinking next. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Good friend of the show, Derek McCauley, uh, his his Twitter response was trying not to burn. Because he's about as white as Seamus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, favorite beach activity? Uh, probably swimming. I love me some good swimming, getting hit by the waves. Ooh, so much fun. My my favorite activity is experiencing high, high tides. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> 
me a second again. <laughs> Hi, uh, title. <laughs> uh, oh, fuck. So does that mean you're dead? And only on the inside. <laughs> hmm. I I enjoy uh, sticking like laying in the oh in god the sand, stick, <laughs> stick sticking my feet into like deep into the sand where it's just got the uh, it gives you that ASMR feeling. Oh yeah, that the nice gritty terrible. Uh... <laughs> mm-hmm. Goosebumps. But I know honestly, honestly, I think my favorite thing about going to the beach is the uh, crazy prices for parking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's always the best part. That's why you park a mile away and just walk. Mm-hmm. No, you park a mile away and then Uber from uh, from there to the beach. Uber. I can only imagine what surge prices there are. Oh my like, god! Within the within a few blocks, within like a mile of the beach. Yeah. <laughs> Or just get segways, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I watched a guy... Uh, sorry, I'm just going off on a tangent now. That's fine. I saw someone uh, have one of those, like, half segways. It was, like, halfway between a segway and a, uh, what they call a hoverboard. Like, well, like a stool? It, like a stool? <laughs> no, like a stool it was, with like... Wheels? The thing is, it didn't have a seat. It, it, I mean, it, it, it had... Well, it, uh, it, it was, like, beefed up... Uh, it was like someone took a Segway and chopped off the handle. There was, still, there was still like a, a good portion of the general staff that's in the middle, like for, I guess, balance. And uh, this was in Jersey City a few weeks ago. I saw someone riding around on it, and then uh, someone that I was with decided to give it a try and just busted their ass. It was uh-huh. awesome. <laughs> yeah. For the beach, I don't know. Ever since I turned 21, there's something about really satisfying about sitting on the beach. Like, I have a beer. This is nice. Yeah, I love just being out in the sun, too. What about you, Dan? Uh, honestly, I like being in the water, whether I'm just surfing or swimming or on a bodyboard or I feel so whatever. I, uh, I like swimming a lot. So Better watch yeah, out for that the Megalodon. Yeah. <laughs> Better watch out for the CGI lesbian. <laughs> Sean, name this episode CGI Lesbian. <laughs> That's like three episodes in a row that I've named. <laughs> God. Let's see how long that takes to get flagged. Yeah, like, wait a minute. <laughs> All right. Well, that uh, that concludes our Twitter QA segment. So why don't we go on over to Miscellaneous? Right in my ass. Munch. Burger, Burger King. <laughs> you know what's funny is uh, Steve's segment with the uh, the video games. I actually was considering as a miscellaneous story, uh, but I took it out. So good. Oh wow! Well, what do you know? Yeah. Look at that. Hmm. You have like twenty miscellaneous stories on backup too, just in case. Uh, not that many, but I got some. Oh shit. Uh, but anyway, our first story. Oh my God! Breaking news, everybody. Burger King. <laughs> Doesn't get old. Burger King Russia is apologizing after the restaurant chain was forced to pull a promotion offering money and free food to women impregnated by World Cup athletes. (laughs) Oh god. That's nice (sighs) of him to, to to think. Think about them. 
Yes, Burger King's very, good. It's very kind. Very kind. Uh, Burger King Russia first promoted the uh, or fir- first posted the promotion Tuesday morning, uh, though the company has since removed the ad from social media. Uh, a screen grab obtained by the sports site Deadspin appeared to show the promotional post as it originally ran, which promised free Whoppers and the equivalent of $47,000. Jesus Christ. Uh, the post, which also included a photo of a woman caressing her baby bump. Um, apparently other other white meat sure sure wasn't a food baby (laughs) Uh, Burger King released a statement saying quote we apologize for the statement we made it turned out to be too insulting Uh, we thank you for all the feedback and uh, we Haston is that a Russian word the hell is that that I know Haston like haste like hastily up Hasten, yeah. They should have just used speed up. <laughs> uh, they uh, have already removed all materials related to the application, so they got into a little bit of trouble for that one. Oops. Our next story. <laughs> our next story. A Florida man was oh, no. arrested after <laughs> calling police to have the drugs that he bought tested. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Wow. Ooh. I think you need to make a theme song for Florida now, too. How would that go? Uh, I don't know. Just like of all the random like suspect things, like you just put together words of all the crazy shit that people have done. Or just do the Disney theme song. (laughs) (laughs) Is there like a song that relates to Florida in some way? Put a flow rider. Put a flow rider song. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, jeez. Uh, 49-year-old Douglas Kelly called the county sheriff's office asking them to test the drugs he bought a week earlier because he wanted to press charges against the person <laughs> who sold them to him. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, police said Kelly told them he had a bad reaction after he smoked what he believed to be meth and <laughs> thought that he was sold another illegal substance. Did he offer it to the cops? Like, here, smoke this. Tell me what you think. <laughs> let me let me try that mess. I wonder if they actually came out with like a test kit and tested it before they locked them up. Uh, well, the delete the delete the <laughs> delete delete <laughs> wonderful. The police department posted on Facebook quote in an effort to ensure the quality of the drug the suspect purchased. Detectives told Kelly if he came to the sheriff's office, they would test the narcotic he purchased. <laughs> Uh, he then drove down to the police station and handed over the clear crystallized substance to, uh, for officers to test. Uh, and it showed up as meth. Um, <laughs> he was then arrested and charged with possession and booked in the county jail. Did they try to get him to uh, give up the guy since he was trying to press charges on him? It didn't say. I, I, I Probably not, but that's... Uh, Yep, that's uh, speaking of stupid people. Our next story: A Minnesota woman had a memorable time at a music festival this past weekend when she somehow uh, got her head stuck in a truck's exhaust pipe. <laughs> um. Okay. Elaborate. Uh, Caitlin Storm was at the. Uh, by the way, that's a hell of a name, Caitlin Storm. That sounds like a fucking Marvel superhero or or a porn name. One of the two. <laughs> Or Kurt Angle's ex-wife. <laughs> uh, was at the Winstock County Music Festival when she decided to go where few people have gone before. 
Uh, she said, quote, <laughs> she said, uh, we were we were just all having fun. And I saw this big exhaust pipe and I was like, hey, my head could probably fit in that. <laughs> so, so I tried it. Uh, it did fit, but it didn't want to come back out. Oh, my God. Oh, That's no. what she said. I was going to say, how many times have I heard that? Never. <laughs> Was she looking for Pennywise in the pipe? <laughs> uh, Storm estimated she spent 45 minutes inside the pipe. <laughs> it's, so funny say, it's so funny hearing you say Storm, because I just imagined like Halle Berry with her head stuck in a truck. <laughs> <laughs> you know what happens well, when you get your head stuck in a pipe? The same thing, <laughs> the same thing, thing that happens else. to everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. The- I'm picturing Nikki Cross because her name used to be Nikki Storm. I'm like, it's close enough. (laughs) Do it. (laughs) Put your head in the pipe, Shayna. Do it. (laughs) Come on, do it. Yeah. Uh, She spent 45 minutes inside the pipe, and she was finally rescued when firefighters used a power saw. Fuck. Uh, that person must have been pissed. Yeah, he's like, what the fuck are you doing, lady? <laughs> my fucking truck. This lady stuck her head in the tailpipe. God damn. <laughs> Where was she coming from again? Like a, a game? No, she was what, at a uh, country festival. Oh, it's, 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 the guy who owns the truck is just like in the festival, like having a beer, enjoying himself. <laughs> it comes back out and some fucking idiot's head is in his exhaust pipe. <laughs> he might have just come out to it already being cut off. <laughs> Yeah. Out, it's dark. It's dark. And then he's going to read this story later or probably listen to this episode and be like, wait a minute. That was me. <laughs> Although she was unharmed by her close encounter with uh, the, the tailpipe, the police did right. the police did cite her for underage drinking and escorted her from the festival. <laughs> More on. That's what you get, <laughs> stupid. Uh, our next story. Uh, Steve, you're going to enjoy this one. Oh, boy, I'm excited. A squirrel has been elected to a seat in the University of California Berkeley Student <laughs> Senate. Yes. <laughs> we, are mo- we are moving Squirrel? up. We are moving up. Uh, 37 candidates ran for 20 student spots in this month's election to uh, the Associated Students of the University of California, including Ooh. the squirrel who ran under the name Furry Boy. <laughs> So a meme, so a meme, a meme won the seat pretty much. Listen, we have a meme for the president. I'm not too surprised. No, we have, no, we have a shit post for a president. <laughs> <laughs> uh, his so-called human proxy is sophomore Stephen Boyle. <laughs> it's me. Who, who wore a squirrel costume to campaign as furry boy? <laughs> oh you know what? God. I think that legal weeds get into their head. Yeah, they got. I think it's time to pull it back. Uh, Stop making so much edibles. Give them stems. Give them stems. <laughs> Stem takeover. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, Furry Boy's candidacy was announced on Facebook, and it said the squirrel had been conceived in the campus Evergreen Grove and hoped to represent the squirrel community in the UC Berkeley political sphere. Uh, <laughs> Furry Boy's platform included more access to acorns, uh, <laughs> creating a squirrel sidekick mascot named <laughs> 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 a squirrel mascot named Nutty McNutnut. <laughs> Sean, in this episode, Nutty McNutnut. <laughs> 
That's what you shoot on your girlfriend's back. I did a good old <laughs> Nutty McNut Nut for the other night. Uh, they created they created the mascot for increased biodiversity. Um, he also wants to encourage uh, safe spaces for students and squirrels, and <laughs> and launching the Amicable Student Society or ASS for short uh, to bridge the <laughs> to bridge the culture gap between humans and squirrels. <laughs> Oh, you had me at ass. You need to get Squirrel Girl in there. She speaks Squirrel. When what if Squirrel rights mattered? We really need to step back. Not everything needs rights. Not everything. <laughs> I get it. Like I get it, but not we don't need squirrels with opinions. We're gonna have social justice squirrels now. <laughs> not uh, all. Not all tales. Not all tales. <laughs> Uh, Acorn fur- lives matter. <laughs> Furry boy also said that he hoped to create squirrel uh, cu- uh, cuisine stations in all dining halls and make lecture halls squirrel acceptable. Uh, <laughs> so we're gonna have a bunch of we're gonna have a bunch of rodents running around while we're eating. <laughs> yep, that'd uh, be fun. He also had some uh, popular hashtags such as quote or quote hashtag I'm with fur and uh, hashtag oh hashtag why not. <laughs> oh no <laughs> I love these puns why nuts <laughs> because it feels good <laughs> the uh, the campus newspaper called the Daily Californian ripped students for electing furry boy calling it a quote travesty <laughs> uh, totally wrong. however several anonymous c- uh, commenters to the student paper said a vote for furry boy sent a message about disillusionment within student government so it has what? a deeper message. So they're saying that like they're so fed up with this st- the student government that they're going to elect a squirrel. That worked <laughs> out. That worked out really great for America. We were so disenfranchised with the government, we hired a businessman, and look how that's. Turned. Yeah, we hired a professional shit poster. We hired a shit poster <laughs> who is now talking to the leader of North Korea. <laughs> well, listen, in in Squirrel Boy's defense, I'm sorry, Furry Boy's defense. <laughs> uh, he's only one out of twenty, so. That is true. It's it's not like he has sole power over everything. He's not going to just veto everything. I mean, he just comes to squirrel dictator. Like, he just, <laughs> just takes over the school. That mean it's always going to be the same person in the, the well, costume? He, apparently, it's his human vessel, so uh, I would assume. Yeah. <laughs> I would assume that, yes, the uh, Stephen Boyle will be uh, in, in person for all these meetings. I have an addiction <laughs> nuts. to nuts. <laughs> all right, uh, that's and that's all we have. Can't can't uh, outdo that one. Uh, nope, that's all she wrote. I was gonna say, Sean. I hope this is the last one because you got to go out on a high note. Nutty McNutnut. Nutty McNutnut, everybody. And with <laughs> that, with that last nut cracked, let's put a bow on the end of this episode, everybody. I am Jason Green. You can follow me on Twitter at JGScreen89. You can follow this podcast, Blah Blah Pod one You can subscribe to us on a ton of podcast services everywhere, but most notably Apple Podcasts and iTunes. Also, our YouTube channel, Blah Blah Podcast, for our funny movie reviews. we got to make another one soon, by the way, because they're a lot of fun to do. Um, yeah. Sean. Uh, uh, <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at the <laughs> underscore Brack Show. And uh, 
<laughs> I don't know. What, what do you guys think is is a better title for this episode? CGI Nutty lesbian McNutt. or Nutty McNutt Nut? I like. I mean, I'm partial to both. I'm fine with either. Choice? CGI lesbian. Uh, I'm gonna go with Nutty McNutt Nut. <laughs> CGI. You just say the tale of the uh, <laughs> the lesbian with Nutty McNutt Nut. <laughs> Nutty McNutt Nut. A, t- a tale of a CGI lesbian. Yeah. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> Oh, good God. Steve. You can follow me on Twitter at Despacito2. No, um, <laughs> I did change my name to that, but my account is still some close 626. As far as YouTube, I haven't been watching a specific channel, but I have been watching for whatever reason. Don't ask me why. I've been watching a ton of the Graham Norton show on YouTube because they're mostly there. I love that show. He, it's like he's just a really funny, flamboyant, gay Irish man, and he brings on a bunch of actors and interviews them. And it's a good it's a good show. But yeah, check out the Graham Norton show. It's a very BBC uh, European thing, but I, it's very good. I think he was on Joe Rogan recently. Very Graham recently. Norton? Really? I, I didn't I know. Think. I'll have to go back and check. Cause I Don't would, quote I would, me on that. I would have noticed that one. But I swear I heard him being on Joe. I might be thinking of someone else. Because he has a lot of... I may be thinking of Graham Hancock. Maybe I'm completely wrong. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's, Bill, it's Bill Hickok. <laughs> Mike, anything to uh, you want to say? Any final words before I? Uh, uh, no, I think uh, my life has spoke for itself, and I will <laughs> just go quietly into this good night. <laughs> just like Jerry Springer, R.I.P. Do the opposite of that song. <laughs> Jerry Springer's dead. No, his show no. died. Oh. I put the link right here, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Jerry Springer's show was canceled after four thousand episodes. It was even on this long. Now, I just what the, the hell j- am I gonna watch when I'm sick from from school? Food now? No. What am I gonna watch? have to watch Maury. Remember uh, in uh, Spy Who Shagged Me, Austin Powers Two, when he was in Jerry Springer. That was pretty- oh yeah. <laughs> when, he, when he has on Doctor Evil and Scott Evil. Yeah. And then they Good have times. other terrible fathers, and one of them's a Klansman. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and Doctor Evil picks it. I've got his hat. I've got his hat. <laughs> He's biting me. The fucker's biting me. <laughs> Dan, any final words? Final yeah, thoughts? Final follow dreams? Follow me on Twitter at F-A-T-A-X-666, and, and that's it. Nice. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Have a great rest of your week. And remember, see you nut time. CGI lesbian. CGI lesbian. <laughs> Hashtag not my nut. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha.